Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, Andy Brampernard, and Cassie Schrader. We'll be right back, kick things off. We're going to have a special guest later on. We're going to have a gigantosaurus guest. <laughs> <laughs> what can I call him? Anthony C. Ferrante will be with us uh, later on this hour. We'll be right back, kick things off with the family. Recently, the four Walzer dealerships in Burnsville, Walzer Subaru, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda encountered a hailstorm. Adjusters flew in from around the U.S. to handle a claim on what will be over 2,500 new and used cars. They've drastically reduced the pricing on these vehicles, and there are some wonderful bargains available. But here's the deal. I normally hate the hurry-these-won't-last style of marketing, but in this case, it is true. It's not like they'll go into the back lot at night with hammers and make more. I also usually tell people to check them out online, but in the case of slightly damaged cars, you really do have to see them for yourselves. Stop out to Walzer Mazda, Nissan, Honda, and Subaru just south of the Burnsville Mall on Buck Hill Road. If you really want to, you can tell them Tom sent you, but that sounds kind of dumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. Oh, he's in the background there. Yeah. There's a good guy. Probably one of those, uh, what do they call Remastered. Remastered. John Fogarty is a good guy, though. Yeah. I wonder how much money fantasy stole from him. I don't know. Fantasy I, records turned into fantasy films, and all the fantasy record money went to fantasy films, and he lost millions because of that. And then he got sued for singing like himself. I know. When he left CCR. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, apparently it, the tone in his voice was trademarked with CCR, and he wasn't. they didn't want him doing any solo stuff. Wow. Because he had such a distinctive singing voice that everyone's going to think it's Creedence Clearwater Revival. So... Um, I got to tell you a story from a few years ago about that band. Uh, so John Fogarty leaves CCR, and then all the other members of CCR decided they're going to call themselves CC Revisited. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I had a band, CC Revisited. And I said, what a huge mistake this was. It's ridiculous. It's horrible. I listened to their music. They got nothing going now that John Fogarty left that group. CC Revisited is sucks. Turned out the lead singer was sitting in the lobby of the radio station. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he didn't. Uh, he ended up coming in no, to do an didn't interview. Stay for the interview. Didn't stay for the interview. But I don't even think they're around. There, is CCR revisited still even around? I've oh. never even heard of them. Yeah. Well, there you go. A star is reaching out to support three places after the uh, recent mass shootings. At this moment, or in this moment, excuse me. Lady Gaga wrote, I want to channel my confusion, frustration, and fury into hope. Hope that we are there for each other and ourselves uh, through her Born This Way Foundation. At a partnership with DonorsChoose.org, the singer plans to fully uh, fund classroom projects in local schools. 14 in Dayton, 23 in Gilroy, California, and 125 in El Paso. Uh, CNN reports, Gaga made the announcement Friday on Facebook. She also urged people to check on loved ones and reach out if they're having difficulties. We need each other, Gaga wrote. Don't turn away. 
In Gilroy, where the injured at a garlic festival included at least one high school student, the donation will pay for iPads, books, engineering kits, and other items for classrooms. Per the dispatch. See, you know, if I were Hollywood and I made all that money, billions and billions of dollars, why don't they do this with all schools? Why don't they just have the Hollywood fund for schools where they pay for all that stuff because they don't need all those millions and millions of dollars? Well, do they're they? not doing this to be nice. They're doing it for publicity. So you think Gaga's doing it for publicity? Absolutely. I wouldn't doubt it. It's too bad. It no is, no but... dollar amounts were specified, but Gilroy teachers uh, posted their thanks for specific contributions. I know that these building uh, toys will be a perfect way to introduce STEM projects to my young learners. A teacher wrote, another said, okay, if my teacher ever referred to my son or my daughter as a young learner, I'd go, he, he won't be back. Young learner. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Seriously, get your head out of your ass. That's all I'm saying. Well, speak, well I was going to say, uh, Credence Clearwater Revisited is still on tour, and their next appearance is September 13th at Brookfield, in Brookfield New York. Oh, so it's not here, so he won't get pissed off me again when I tell him his band sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably a good thing in the long run, don't you think? I don't know. I, I just like John Fogarty a lot. I do, too. Andy, would you look up and see how much John Fogarty lost when Fantasy uh, stole all his money? Basically to fund the movie One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's what I was told, anyway. I don't know that to be uh, the truth or not, but they're saying. Fogarty versus Fantasy. Ooh. Somebody it was told a me, court case. Somebody told me fifty million dollars. Oh, Let's fifty see mil. Wait, Rhino Ria's continuing. <laughs> me off. Rhino Ria. Uh, Rhino Ria. Rhino Ria. Rhino Ria. Shoved, I've done that where it just constantly runs. I just shove Kleenexes up my nose. I know it's Anyone attractive. Should I get one of those pots where the Denny pots where the boogers <laughs> come in no, one and out the other? So gross. <laughs> they really are. Aren't I they? have. I'm Sometimes fancy. they're the only thing that works, though. I know. I have. I have the Navage. Yeah, that's that's gross too. That's the one yeah. that has like a pump in it. Yeah, yeah, and it like shoots the water up one, and it vacuums out the other side. Oh yeah, it, the navage. That's what I was talking about. That's called no. a navage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. You put like the, the little salt new. pods in there. Oh, it's so nice after you're done. Really? <laughs> should I do that? You should. If you suffer from allergies, you do it like once a day, just to kind of. Well, if you put warm water with the salt, it doesn't mm-hmm. burn like water's going up your nose. Well, that's good. Yeah. What do you got, Andy? I don't have a dollar amount. I think it was fifty million. Mm. I think the last time I heard. And I think it was John Fogarty himself that told me that. So, Hey, by the way, Charlie Sheen was in town over the weekend. He didn't call me a pill. Nice friend. <laughs> Why was he here? Uh, he wanted to see Queen. Oh, okay. Mm. He came in town to see Queen. You know, who else was there was Michael Bolton. Oh. So I don't know why... <laughs> I think came to town. Right. I don't really get it. <laughs> but I said, around. Charlie, look, I, I cannot be able to get any coke if you don't call me. Uh. You know. <laughs> I don't know. He's an interesting cat, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? But, yeah, people stealing money from other people. Jeffrey, Here's what I understand about Jeffrey Epstein, speaking of stealing money. He stole hundreds of millions of dollars. He was worth nearly a billion himself, right, having never done anything in his life other than handle other people's money. Mm-hmm. So you're a pretty handsome guy. You got a $70 million seven-story house in Manhattan. You got tons of money. You got a private jet. You have your own island. But you just couldn't stop there, could you? You had to have sex with girls. What the hell is that? Does anybody understand that thinking? Mm-mm. I mean, what did it do for him that he couldn't get any other way? He knew it was illegal. I don't know why the hell he even did it. But you have all of that to lose, and you and you pissed it all away because you wanted to be a pedophile. I, I, I don't understand that thinking at all. Anyone? No, I don't. No. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, it it's got to be it's got to be a power and ego thing because I don't see the appeal oh, at all. I got nothing. I got nothing for you, I'll tell you that. Well, especially a guy who is in a powerful position with money, you would think that women would flock to him. Like, right. Yeah, well, exactly. So it's like, why does he need to delve into underage and pedophilia and all? I, I, it's got to be right. some a mental, mental yeah, twist. disorder type of thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, you take away. There's not, because of what is it, like the pedophilia is like, I think it's technically a mental 
disorder. Well, it where, has to be. Yeah, there's like something whatever triggers in your brain where you're attracted to children. Well, they were saying now. Wait a minute, run that by me again. What was triggered? Ped- like pedophilia. I'm yeah. like ninety percent sure it's like a mental disorder because there's people. That, oh God, yeah. There's a yeah. there's a group of people that are trying to like destigmatize pedophilia by saying that it's but they're sick that, yeah that, that's a oh, dis- mental disorder that they're attracted to but then never. they don't molest kids because that's the actual act of <clears throat> well they're saying too that it's a sexual preference right they're Could saying be, that having sex with kids is a sexual preference there are groups yeah, out there so. saying it's a sexual preference as if you know like how gay people have their sexual right. preference you know straight people yeah. and pedophilia it's a sexual preference to have sex with children every no time. it's illegal <laughs> every time somebody says that i think it, i think of larry king interviewing who the hell was it again uh might have been michael jackson I can't remember who. I think it was Michael Jackson. And Larry King says to the guy, says to Michael Jackson, so how old were you? No, no, it was Elton John, I think. That's who it was. Mm-hmm. It was Elton John. He goes, so when, how old were you the first time you ever had sex? And Elton John says, I was 21, I believe, 21 or 22. And he goes, homo or hetero? <laughs> That's what he said to him. Good he says, homo or hetero. God bless like, Larry King. Larry, for Christ's sake. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? I guess it's a valid question. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, Probably put a little bit more delicately next time. Uh, homosexual, heterosexual. Would have been better if you had right. the whole Homo or hetero. <laughs> and then I was reminded of what Donald Trump said to Larry King the first time he interviewed Larry, uh, uh, Donald Trump. So Larry's interviewing him. Donald Trump says to him on live TV, could you move back a little? Your breath is terrible. <laughs> what a prick. Larry, oh, well, then he's farted on More TV. He's, oh, oh yeah, Larry. Remember he got that big <laughs> fart on he, he laid down a big bunt on television. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And he just kept going through the interview like it didn't happen. Yeah, you're Larry King. You just do what you want, I guess. <laughs> just be farting up a storm. How old is he now? He's got to be, what, like 90? 85, 90, something like that. Oh, still God. on TV. You still see him. But Larry King here for your carpet cleaner or something. <laughs> I don't know. He's got a, some kind of deal. Uh, best and worst places. What's the what's the worst place in the United States to have a baby? The worst mm. place. The worst place to have a baby in the United States. Which state? A nuclear reactor. <laughs> no, which state? Not a nuclear reactor. New Mexico. Uh, New Mexico is not in the top ten. Anyone mm. else guess? Uh, let me think. Let me think. Oh, I don't know what the like. By like what? It's really yeah. easy if you think about it. You got it, Andy. I was going to say, I was going <laughs> to say Arkansas or uh, Alabama, Arkansas Mississippi. Is seventh. Alabama's second. Okay. Mississippi's first. Aww. So anywhere in the south. All right. Well, here's your top, uh, your your bottom ten place to have a baby. West Virginia. Then Florida, which kind of surprises me. Nevada. I don't understand that either. Oh, they don't have any state tax there. Oh, so Florida and Nevada don't have a state tax, so therefore they don't think they they're given the uh, given the uh, money to to operate. Number seven, Arkansas. Number six, Georgia. Number five, Oklahoma. Number four, Louisiana. Number three, South Carolina. Number two, Alabama. Number one, Mississippi. So if you're gonna have a baby, don't move south of the Mason-Dixon line, basically. <laughs> Although West Virginia's in there, so I don't know. Is, where does the Mason-Dixon line cross in, the, in in that area? Is it mm. below West Virginia and Virginia? I don't know. Where the hell is it? I would assume it's below West Virginia. I would think so. I'm going to look it I would think it is, but is. what the hell do I know? You Maybe that or they just act like they're below. Well, let's see. <laughs> well there the you Mason go. The Mason-Dixon line is, oh, God, the picture's blurry. All Actually, it's these. West Virginia is included under. There, there yeah. we go. Under the Rebels? Yep, it's really so. All of them are rebel states. Yeah, because it goes from looks like West Virginia. Actually, is DC in there too? DC, yeah. I think is. Yeah, in there, yeah. so yeah, and then it goes uh, between Ohio and Kentucky. So Kentucky's under. It the goes D- on really that far north. I didn't know. Yeah, that. and it goes all the way up to and Missouri's included in there too. In the south. Yep. Uh, typical Jamie. So yeah, so from <laughs> typical the Confederate. Dix, the Mason Dixon line. The only states above it are Minnesota, Iowa, Wisconsin, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. And then, that's it. Yep, and then uh, moving the up the East states. Coast to New England. But I still love. It's not the Civil War. It's the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, really? Is it? Okay, so we gave you the worst places to have a baby, and now we're going to give you the best places to have a baby. Okay, number 10, Utah. Number 9, Connecticut. Number 8, Colorado. Number 7, Washington. So far, we're above the Mason-Dixon line. Mm -hmm. uh, New Hampshire's number 6. Minnesota's number 5, so that's good. Rhode Island, number 4. <laughs> number 3 is North Dakota. What? North Dakota. Yeah. Why would you want to have a kid in North Dakota? Anyway, Nothing sorry. there. Oil wealth. Yeah, I suppose. Number two is Massachusetts, and number one is Vermont. All ten states are above the Mason. Well, I, I don't know if Washington and Utah, there wasn't even, what? it didn't go that far, did it? No, it just showed, yeah. It... What's the criteria for this list, does it say? Oh, no, I have to read. Oh. I'm assuming probably like schools uh, and. Yeah, schools isn't. You know. Having a baby is beautiful and also expensive and possibly stressful. Uh, Wallet Hub analyzed all 50 states plus the District of Columbia on 30 factors related to cost. On average, the cost of a conventional delivery in the United States is more than $10,000. But some states are pricier than others, and once the baby has arrived, cost of living plays a role too. Healthcare, things like the number of providers per capita, the rate of preterm births, the share of kids who've gotten all of the recommended vaccines, the quality of neonatology, excuse me. Services at the state's hospitals and much more baby friendliness, factors like parental leave policies, mom groups and child care centers, and family friendliness. So that's what the criteria was, and Vermont was number one, and Minnesota was number uh, five. I don't Wisconsin didn't make the top ten. That kind of mm. surprises me. So North Dakota, Minnesota did, but South Dakota, Iowa, and Wisconsin did not make the list. Hmm. Which I don't know. But they didn't make the the you know, the War of Northern Aggression uh, list either, so that's good. Right. You call it that in your family, the War of Northern Aggression? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. I'm <laughs> just thinking about it. You know, I was talking to Devin, and he said the War of Northern Aggression <laughs> was really, oh, God, it's, what a world, what a world, that's all I would say. So, yes, if you're going to have a baby, Minnesota's a good place to have a baby, and the baby will start crying. Why? Not because it was just born, but because they just checked the state tax rates. So that's why the baby would burst into tears. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. i got to pay 10% income tax? What we do have We do have really good schools here, though. We do? Yes. Apparently North wasn't included in that list, I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, they're not putting the money in the right place in, in North Minneapolis. For their well, that's exactly what it is, it's too. You're 100% in, right. It's all going to administrative pockets and not the you mean, kids. You mean like the administrators themselves? Is yeah. that what you mean? Oh, really? They're getting all, all the hard, dough, Amy. All the hard work they put in, they need to give themselves raises constantly. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Andy, you're going to have to answer this for me because I don't get it. Nazi collaborators have now been honored in Poland. What, are they ever going to let this Nazi thing go? I mean, it was 75 years ago. Let's not be praising the Nazis. What do you say? Would they kill 12 million people? I think it was probably even more than that. Oh, probably was. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Oh, we got to take a break. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with North American Banking Company CEO and my buddy, Michael Bilski. Michael, let's say somebody has a plan to expand their business this year. How can North American Banking Company get that job done? At North American Banking Company, we'll take time to understand the customer's needs and wants and their plans for the future. Once we have a good understanding of that, we'll try to solve their financing dilemma. We won't take a cookie-cutter approach to any financing situation. Wonderful. So if I need cash to expand my podcast, you got a plan for me, too? No. <laughs> God, thank you. I see where this is going. Well, we love working one. with you. We can help any business, including a podcast that's already very successful. Who's better than you? That's what I want to know. You I still are. never liked you, though. You are. No, I never. Don't try to make up. I don't. <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. 
Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. What a great song that is. The tr- was that the, uh, the, what the hell's the name of the group? Damn it. I've known this my whole life. It's terrible. Louis, Louis by the Kingsman. Yes. There it is. Okay. The Kingsman. Did you ever look at the, the, uh, the lyrics That's of that song? That's what I was just trying to no. do because there's been like an issue with like nobody knew what they were saying. Well, they have the lyrics here. Yeah, but it doesn't say what people think it says. <laughs> and I don't know what, I, I will never forget that. They think that at one point, block your ears, Cassie, I don't want you hearing this. <laughs> I remember when I was in high school, I was in a band. They said, you guys play Louie Louie? And go, yeah. And they go, well, how can you sing that one line in there? Because I said, what are you talking about? I said, there's that one line that's just filthy. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, "They, uh, you listen to it. They sing, stick my finger up the hole of love. And I said, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it's- doesn't that's say true. that at all. It doesn't say that in this lyric sheet. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That's the remix. Yeah, it must be the <laughs> remix. Getting down with the, the hobies, man. That's the B side of that. But I don't know. You have the song? Yeah. I, I wonder how far in it goes before he thinks it says that. I don't know, because I'm trying to look to see where he can mistake that line with something else. Well, let's listen to the song. How much do we have to, do we have to pay for it after, what, 30 seconds, Andy? Mm-hmm. Well, how much will they send me of the bill? Or send Cassie the bill for it. <laughs> well, they'll just take our video off of YouTube. and no, it's on her phone. They'll just shut her phone down. It'll be fine with me. Give, <laughs> it's not going to hurt me in any way, shape, or form. Wireless bill. Although I, I could just enter in here, why do people think he says that? Yeah, I'm just trying to see where I don't know. You can't see any part. Oh, I can't see like really any line that. Uh, let me see here. Then he says, "He also, says, see Jamaica, the moon above." See Jamaica, the moon above. That's what it is. You You're absolutely little, right. Here, mm. maybe we can find that section here. I would love to hear that section. And then he also yeah. says. I F those girls all kinds of ways. And it doesn't say that in the song either. Yeah. Let me see where above. it is in the song here. Above, of love. What the hell's the difference? Okay, here we go. Oh, I love it. Here we go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Would you get a call? Yeah. Gets a phone call right in the middle of the song. Leave it alone. Guitar riffs and... I still love this song. This came out, I think, when I was about 12 years old, and I just love this song. Here we go. It's right here. Clearly. No, it is right here, because he goes, stay, stay. He starts the line twice. It comes up right after this. You could hear it if you wanted to. If you wanted but, to yeah. hear it, you'd hear it. Yeah, you could hear it if you wanted to hear it. What a great song. Was yeah. that, is that the where they were doing the gator in Animal House? Probably. Yeah, so that sounds like an Animal House. Yeah, <laughs> God, I love that movie. <laughs> your, your buddies over here, Jug Dish. Yeah, I'm sure the guy's name is Jug Dish. Stuffs his cheeks full of cake and... <laughs> Sprays cake all that was a very funny movie. Probably not be able to be made today because you find out the college boy who's 18 years old is actually in bed feeling up a 13 year old girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah, remember? He goes, What? I'm 13. Mm -hmm. Oh, I saw this like really because I didn't remember that. No, 
That was that was a long time ago, though, man. Yeah, let's not be doing that. Or that's that's like the uh, was it the underclass with Nick Cannon? I think it is the old. Oh movie yeah, and yeah. They, He's at some high school party. He plays a cop that's undercover, and right. he's like hitting on these girls, and he's like. Well, are you guys are eighteen, right? And they're like, well, if you add us together, we're thirty-four. And he just kind of like shrugs and they go off in the other well, end. Thir- yeah. 17, 18, seventeen, eighteen, something. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Exactly. Yeah, I they can't make those. Well, you know the movie they could never make again, which is too bad because it was really funny. It was Blazing Saddles. Yeah, ain't no way they're ever gonna be able to make that movie again. There's nothing. There would be like, hi. That'd be the only word in a movie. <laughs> God, that was unbelievable. Although, when Mel Blanc puts his arm around, he goes, can't you see the sheriff is a nee? <laughs> he just says nee. Oh, that's real nice. Uh, Polish officials joined war veterans on Sunday to pay tribute to a World War II-era underground force that collaborated with Nazi German forces toward the end of the war in their battle against the communists, who were imposing control of the nation. Uh, a mass in Warsaw opened ceremonies honoring the Holy Cross Mountains Brigade of the National Armed Forces on the 75th anniversary of its formation. The partisans were honored for their sacrifices to the fatherland. President Adrej Duda's uh, official patronage and the presence of ruling party officials underlined the right-wing government's rehabilitation of a partisan unit that fought both Germans and Soviets and which is celebrated by the far right. It is seen as a part of a broader attempt by the ruling Law and Justice Party appeal to right-wing voters ahead of the nation's parliamentary vote. What is this story even about? They're trying really hard to make everyone a Nazi. Yeah. I don't really see how they paid. If they were fighting both the Germans and and the Russians, how were they supporting Nazi Germany? I don't really understand that. I... There were, although I will tell you this, people don't know this either. But I did, I was told about it by a very old man, and I didn't believe him, so I did some research. Do you know during World War II that Germans in northern Minnesota marched through the streets with with a Nazi flag? In Minnesota. No. I did not know that. See, nobody knows that. I wonder how they hid that so well. But a lot of there are a lot of little, little German enclave towns, and they would march through the streets with a with a Nazi flag. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Well, I tell you what, our paper boy, when I was over in North Minneapolis, our paper boy uh, had a Nazi flag hanging out of his bedroom window. We had the, the one that one. Didn't you have like a neo-Nazi parade one time or something? That was and the greatest the, thing the of poor all time. Guy coming back from the grocery it's, store. You ever hear this story? No. Oh, Tab Laurie, you'll love it. <laughs> so I pick, I get, the, I pick up the phone, and my friends are going, "Jesus, did you see the newspaper?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're trying to make the, your neighbor look like he's a Nazi. I'm like, what are you talking about? So they're having a neo-Nazi parade because mm-hmm. the, the guy, the paper boy, was running this Nazi. <laughs> but it was like three Nazis yeah. marching down 26th <laughs> Avenue North or something, right? And they said, and the four Nazis in the picture, I'm like, I only see three of them. One of the guy, one of our neighbors' kid, was walking down the street with a bag of groceries. <laughs> and they snapped the picture, so they thought he was in the Nazi parade. Imagine trying to bring back the food home from the grocery store. I want no part of this. He's just walking, and you can see him. He's like, not, he's not even looking at them. He's walking down the street with a bag of groceries, and they peg him as a Nazi. <laughs> The so news does. Bad timing. And, yeah, and at that point when there's only three other people, like he doesn't even know a parade's going on. So. Aww. Yeah, because they were parading on the sidewalk. Right. It wasn't like marching through the streets. They were on the sidewalk. Aww. Three Nazis in North America. You got to be pretty brave, though, to be a Nazi because Nazis were not fond of black people. Yeah. So a little a little brave move in North Minneapolis to be marching around with a yeah, Nazi helmet on. Yeah, I was surprised that parade lasted any longer than five minutes. It didn't. Believe me, it did not. And the guy never made it home with his groceries, probably. <laughs> poor bastard. But it was on the front page of the paper. Oh, poor kid. I'm sure he was trying his best just to feed his family. It's <laughs> all he was trying to do, but then he, ta- he pays the big price. What can one say? It all works out in the end. I, 
broke out for a second there. I thought that Catherine actually showed up for work. That'd be hard to believe. <laughs> That'd be hard to believe, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I don't know. This whole, I'm going to have to talk about this situation all week long about these people and their just over-the-top ideas. Do you think there will be a resolution to all this, or will this just go on until we've completely destroyed the world? Well... Honestly, in order for, I think, this whole polarization and hatred towards one side or the other, I think the only way to sever that, I think it's going to have to take something like another 9-11. Unfortunately. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Because look how how everybody came together after Mm 9-11. And we didn't Even Robert De Niro. I mean, like... I couldn't believe that. We didn't have that political issues i mean we had issues but it was like we were civil about yeah. it yeah. you yeah. know we weren't yeah. we weren't this had this hatred towards one another and um we we worked together even though we had differences people worked together to solve issues now down the road obviously going into iraq and all that caused a little controversy but it, it, it's not like it the political climate is not like what it was, is today mm-hmm. and i think yeah. it might have to you know i would I hate to say it, but I think it's going to have to take something like that in order to sever this yeah. this yeah. Volata- uh, volatile behavior that everybody's um, exuding. And I don't know. I, I just don't understand. I I don't understand why. I understand people are passionate, but I yeah. just don't understand yeah. this deep down hatred, and it just makes you a miserable person. You, you know? would think. I mean, the, the people walk around; they're not happy. Nobody's happy right now. Everything sucks and everything's horrible. And oh my God, I, I, I just and I'm trying to think of what finally did change it back in the 1960s because this reminds me a lot of when I was a little kid mm-hmm. in the 60s, going through all the stuff. And I'm trying to remember, but I mean the problem there was they started killing national figures every other month for God's mm-hmm. sake. Well, I, I mean it seems like after the Kennedy assassination, people were like, whoa. We, I, we're going too far here. But then five um, years later, Bobby Kennedy and Martin Luther yep, King and, were assassinated. And I think af- especially after Martin Luther King's assassination, yeah. I think people are like, we can't be like this. We can't be these people. I hope we wake up before we have to kill five, six more people. I know. You'd think by oh, now man. we were adults here and we could be mature mm-hmm. enough, but <laughs> apparently not. So. No, I, I, but I just don't understand the upside of being that hard set on your opinions that you will ruin somebody else's life if they don't agree with you. I know. Why are you like that? I mean, the whole purpose of an opinion is your opinion. It's your you opinion. Say your yeah, opinion. Exactly. Not everybody has to agree with it, mm-hmm. you know, but it's and then, just, yeah, and then it's also just being open to the fact that like, it's okay to change your mind and like be like, Oh, if somebody else gives their opinion. You can adapt that into now your own opinion and uh-huh. change your opinion. And like, you can be solutions oriented rather than just like, I need to shout my, over everybody else's yeah i I, you know tell you truth over the years i have met people that have can you know i've talked about this and the other they've convinced me that you know they had a better point than i did but i learned from that you know Mm -hmm. what i mean i mean like michael bryant and doug sprinthal tend you know they 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 they're not the psychopath liberals but they tend to lean liberal and they've made good points to me and i go well you're right about that so mm-hmm. maybe you should mm-hmm. shut up and listen to one another, and maybe you could all learn something. Yeah, right. you would think. Don't you think? I don't know, but it, it does bother me, this whole situation where, well, yesterday, I turned on the TV and CNN was on, and Jake Tapper was the host of that whatever the hell the show's called. He starts the show, and I can't remember his exact words, but he basically said... Everything is horrible. (laughs) Really? This is how you're going to start my Sunday by telling me everything's horrible? I don't know that it is anyway. I don't know if anything's horrible or not. But Good morning to you, too. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm glad I got up in time to watch you. That's really good news for me. But, you know, in the next uh, segment, we got about a minute left in this segment. The next segment, it's going to lighten things up quite a bit because I'm pretty sure that Anthony C. Ferrante is not going to want to talk about anything except for, what is it, zombie apocalypse? What is it? Zombie, zombie tidal wave. wave. Tidal wave, damn it. I keep getting it wrong. Zombie tidal wave. Yeah. 
I don't know. I told Anthony one time he should hire me to do his uh, his movie trailers. Much better. <laughs> It'd be much better than what they got. Some of the, by the way, some of the voiceovers now. I don't know who's doing them, but my God, they're bad. They're just and then next week you can come and buy this. It's like, oh God, it's horrendous. Maybe they don't want to cough up the dough anymore. You think right. that's what it is? Probably too spendy. And how, I mean, I, you can definitely notice a great voiceover, but I don't yeah. think, like, unless it's, like, horrendously bad, I don't think it makes a difference yeah, to most people. Not. Although, game show announcers, last night, I didn't watch it, but Celebrity celebrity Something, and here's the host of Celebrity Something. Oh, oh, oh they do that, like, the radio you. announcer. Yeah, the hacky radio voice, announcer. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Anthony will join us right after this with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. It's Tom telling you that you can lose an average of 26.2 pounds on the 40-day weight loss program powered by Nutramost. I lost 92.5 pounds in less than five months, thanks to the Sheehy Brothers and the Ultimate Wellness and Weight Loss Program powered by Nutramost. And I encourage you to let them help you lose weight as they teach you how to stay healthy and keep that weight off. Take it from me, having a coach keeps you accountable and it makes achieving your goals so much easier. Let the ultimate wellness and weight loss program powered by Nutramost help you. Schedule your immediate consultation or attend the Nutramost free dinner at 6.30 p.m. on Monday, August 19th at Jake's in Plymouth. Call now, 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Study data comes from clients submitted data to a third party for tracking of daily weight loss and progress through the Nutramost weight loss programs. See website for full disclaimer details. Great choice. I love this song. This is a good song. Who played the lead on this again? Was it Eddie Van Halen? Yep. The guitar. <clears throat> the guitar, yeah. I think that's who did it. Yes. I don't know. Okay, I have to ask you a question. Wait a minute. we got to turn this up because Tevin's having a ball over oh, here. Oh, you need to jam a little bit? Yeah, you Sing along. No, your listeners don't. He's gonna go home. (laughs) Your listeners don't. don't He's gonna go home and bust out his black loafer Mm -hmm. shoes and white socks and. Yep. No, today uh, the ride here was Charlie Wilson was what I was jamming out to. Oh, really? Why why aren't you wearing your diamond one glove? (laughs) Left it at home. That sequin glove. (laughs) It's good to wash sequins. Yeah, it's really good for you. No doubt about it. Um, I don't really understand this. Operation Don't Be Cruel, which makes total sense. Mm-hmm. They went into a house of a guy. They're the kind of people that we uh, watch, uh, we start watching for that may transition away from animals to humans. So says Constable Alan Rosen following sun, uh, Saturday morning's raid on an alleged animal abuser in Harris County, Texas. Roughly four dozen offs, 48 cops fanned out across the region, making 13 arrests as part of Operation Don't Be Cruel. Some of the cases were extreme, said Rosen in a police conference. Um, Rosen saying that in one place, in Edmund Megdahl's home, they found 230 animals in his house. How do you even... What? I mean, were they like mice? (laughs) I don't know. It says here... Uh, creatures ranging from birds to bearded dragons to turtles. Uh, so a bunch oh. of small yeah. little reptiles. Is a bearded Dude, dragon small? A They're pretty small. Oh, they yeah, are? they only. You, I think they only get to about maybe two, three feet long. I don't if even think that. that. I think that maybe sixteen to eighteen inches at yeah. max. Okay, maybe? problem you got as apparently the house has no water. Oh. oh, it can't be too it good smells, for lizards and yeah. turtles and no. smells oh, coming gross. out of that house. Ah, God. Even I, the birds had, like, their wings up to their beaks. So they couldn't <laughs> smell it. I've had a turtle. and They're funky smell. Yeah, those aquariums can get pretty smelly. Yeah. Oh, I bet. 
I bet. Those yeah. conditions were known to authorities who had been working with Meg Dahl since March in an attempt to better his animal's care. That didn't happen. He was arrested as Tony Carradine, 25, uh, who was filmed throwing a dog with great force and punching the dog in the face. Aww. What are you doing punching a puppy? Mm. A vet found fractures in two of the same dog's legs. Those charged with... Okay, so explain to me what that is. So you would harm an animal that... Like a dog you would think would fight back. But what is the great joy in harming an animal? That I don't really understand. I don't know. Like hitting little children or harming animals or doing all... I just don't understand the great thrill in any of that. Honest to God, this just... The guy threw the dog with great force, punched it in the face, two of the dog's legs he had broken earlier. Mm -hmm. I don't... Why? I don't know. They just recently had another, like a, somebody had like a nanny cam type thing up in their mm-hmm. home. And oh, yeah. They had a dog sitter come over to their house to watch their Uh-oh. dogs, and there was a puppy. And she just like threw the puppy and slammed it on the on the floor in the kitchen, and they saw it, and they ran home to confront her. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why, why would, would you do that? You throw my you... puppy on the ground? Like I'm going <laughs> to yeah, really. throw you on the ground. But it's like, why would you, <laughs> you take a job? <laughs> why would you take a job that your job is to watch mm-hmm. puppies, and if you have an anger issue towards them, maybe that you need to find another line of work. Well, then it's probably like uh, yeah, where exactly. you hear, like, uh, arsonists will have like jobs related to like the fire department yeah. or something yes. like that, where it's easy fuels, access. Yeah, fuels the hunger. Yeah, I, God. All right, all we ever do on this show is help people out. I'm sick to death of being so helpful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. That's a great choice of words. I am exhausted with all the help that we offer people. Forget about throwing your suitcase into your hotel room's closet. Don't even think about throwing it into your bed to unpack it. That's what an insect expert tells the Apartment Therapy blog. And the reason may make you cringe, put your luggage in the bathtub. It's to avoid bringing home any unwanted guests. Brittany Campbell, an entomologist with the National Pest Management Association, says bed bugs that hide out on hotel mattresses, couches, and other upholstered surfaces can easily crawl into your luggage and that uh, even luggage racks that keep bags off the floor can have critters hiding out in the device's legs if those legs are hollow. Well, what kind of filthy places are you <laughs> staying? Jesus. Thank God, God, exactly. I was hearing stories of, like, yeah, dirty hotels, and it's like, I don't think I've ever stayed in a hotel that I've been like, okay, this is grimy and I don't want to sleep here. Uh, yeah, yeah, if there's, like, bugs crawling yeah. all over the place, just I would sleep in your car have, or something. Yeah. I do have a routine, though, when I go into a hotel room. Mm-hmm. I, I have, Drink like... like a fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I not have, part of the routine. <laughs> I have, like, an, antibacterial wet wipes mm. and stuff, and I'll wipe down the remote and surfaces that I know that they probably don't wipe down. Yeah. And if they have the glass cups in the bathroom, I won't use those. Yep. I only use oh, the yeah, ones in the plastic wrap because oh, yeah. I, they've had hidden videos of them t- taking a cloth and cleaning the bathroom with the cloth and taking the same cloth and mm. wiping the inside of the ah, yeah. So don't so you get, use like, those. Right. In your glass? <laughs> yeah, or go to, you know, down the street. I'm sure there's a Walgreens. Get some red Solo cups if you need some cups for your room, but don't use those glass God. ones. Yeah. Ugh. My only story, and I think I brought it up last week on the show. Tired. Don't want to say what city I was in because it's not their fault. So I go to the hotel. Ready for bed. I pull back the covers, and there under the covers is Hustler magazine. Oh. Which means if they didn't find the magazine, they didn't change the sheets. No, no. So Mr. Whack-A-Mole's in there, (laughs) and now I'm sleeping in the same bed with his leavings. (laughs) It's a little nighttime reading for you. said, you you need to get up here and get me in a different... I don't even want to be in this room anymore, much less in this bed. I need to move. Honestly, yeah, there's Hustler magazine. Of the, way to check the bed, you lame brain. Oh, gross. It's unbelievable. So anyway, yeah, bed bugs are extremely skilled hitchhikers due to their ability to survive in temporary habitats such as personal luggage. So where does she recommend the hotel patron stash their belongings? In the hotel bathroom, preferably in the tub, as bed bugs are least likely to end up there. 
Yeah, I just, we've never had bed bugs. You guys ever had them? Nope. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't either. You know, Minnesota's pretty good about that stuff. You don't see a lot of cockroaches. There are cockroaches in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. obviously, but you rarely see them. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, when when you first get down to Florida and you're outside, you see, like, cockroaches outside. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell? just walking cockroach down the street. Okay, like, I got, my, you know, I got my own area right over here. I, and... I've only had a confrontation with one bed bug, and that was at, one of my jobs, the one of the other employees had a bed bug problem at their apartment, and mm-hmm. it must have hitchhiked uh, on their clothing to our job. So I'm like, oh my god! And I was like, immediately ran home. I washed my winter coat. I washed everything that I right. brought to work that day because I'm like, I don't want these in my home. But yeah, they're just like little tiny. They kind of look like you know those roly poly bugs. No. That you always see in like cement, and you touch them, they kind of curl up oh, like yeah. a ball. Mm-hmm. That's what they kind of look like, but they're like a rusty red color. Bed bugs are. Yeah. Are they that big? They can get decent size. But really? The, yeah. I, I'm no, trying. I always thought they were like microscopic. That's what I thought. No, no, you can see them. They're probably like the. If you if you look at an ibuprofen pill, it's probably maybe the size a quarter size. A quarter of, it. of that. Yeah, like a regular size. Yeah. You know, pill. So. They're big enough to see, but if they're r- running around in like fabric and stuff, stuff, you're not yeah. going to see them. Yeah. Mm. So they can hide under stuff. So. Sarah Silverman just got fired from a job. Oh, I saw that for the blackface. Oh, what the hell is that now? What did she do? Sarah Silverman donned blackface years ago for a sketch on her old show, a move, a move she no longer stands by. And the comedian revealed on a recent episode of the Bill Simmons podcast, who the hell is Bill Simmons? No clue. Is he... That's not the sports guy, is it? Oh, maybe it is, yeah. Maybe. She was recently fired from a film over the 2007 incident at 11 p.m. the night before they fired me because they saw a picture of me in blackface from that episode, Uh, she said, per The Guardian. I didn't fight it. They hired someone else who was wonderful, but it was never stuck their neck out. It was so disheartening. It just made me real, real sad because I really kind of devoted my life to making it right. She didn't name the movie, by the way. But she also talked about her regret over the sketch for CNN. There was so much I didn't know at the time, she said. I didn't know the cops were killing black people. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, cops only, they're killing black people by the droves. It does happen. And unarmed black teenagers on the regular. Oh, God. See? She's insane. She's trying to get down with the homies here, Tevlar. Did you hear this? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll say it again. There was so much I didn't know at the time. I didn't know the cops were killing black people and unarmed black teenagers on the regular. Mm. Once again, are you down with the homies now, are you? <laughs> on the regular. God, I am so sick of this. I can't. Do they know how disgusting that must be? I mean, what do you, okay, as a black man in America today, what do you think when a honky says something like, on the regular? Right. It's another one of those, it's, you're not, you know, I know you don't say that in your regular vernacular. You're not, as you're talking like that, don't think like, oh, I'm going to relate to you. No, like, we can <laughs> comprehend, like, how you talk. Like, this. You don't need to, like, yeah, this isn't, like, a secret language. language. <laughs> the thing that got me to, uh, that lost all respect for Sarah Silverman was when she uh, took a picture of a um, a surveying symbol on the ground. It's an S with a horizontal line through it. And she took a picture of it thinking that it was a swastika and yeah. there were neo-Nazis everywhere. <laughs> I mean, like, it's an S with a line. It's not even close. It's not even close to a Nazi. But she well, runs that? over to Twitter and says, look at this swastika I found, everybody. Mm-hmm. Remember oh. they said She's that insane. about the Metrodome? They thought the very... The very center of the roof had a, a Nazi symbol. People in it. are oh, insane yeah. because it did. I mean, but it was just full, all these things coming together. Right. Yeah, it wasn't a Nazi symbol. Just kind of how it was seemed together at the top of the dome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try to do that whenever I'm like, you know, uh, like go to a restaurant and I'm sitting there and my server comes over and she's black. I go, "Well, get up with the get down." <laughs> so I start. I start the conversation. Start talking there. jive to start her. Start talking jive to her. I'm right. sure she really like, appreciates it. Like stuff from like way back in the day, like her grandparents were talking that you way. Jive and, yeah, you jive, you drive turkey. Hey, yeah. drive turkey. I just. That, I'm sorry though. That <laughs> was what, what is this Starsky and Hutch? I gotta do that. I'm using that. That was one of Next the best time. though in the movie Airplane. When, oh, when she speaks jive. 
I wonder if I can find that clip. Let me look for it. Oh, God. Hey, blood. (laughs) (laughs) He calls him blood. Oh, really? Okay, hey, blood. And she's just like, oh, I speak jive. I know. (laughs) know? And And it's Barbara Billingsley. Yes. Beaver Cleaver's mom speaking jive. It was so brilliant. I'm going to find that clip because I want to. Oh, we got to hear the clip. It's Uh, one of the greatest clips of all time. uh, Hey, Hey, blood. (laughs) <laughs> it's just the greatest. I'll finish this while you're looking for it. Uh, that line changed me forever. She added that it's a scary time to be working in the industry thanks to cancel culture, in which past mistakes impact a person's uh, current career. It's like if you're not on board, if you say the wrong thing, if you had a uh, tweet once, everyone is like throwing you the first stone. Well, she's a massive part of that she's a huge proponent of that oh god yeah she attacks people constantly so all of a sudden it's a bad thing because it's negatively impacting you how strange on my show the sarah silverman program which i love there's so much problematic from that show i mean it's brutal conservative political commentator ben shapiro was on silverman's side tweeting on the blackface news this is absurd the makeup was for a skit about the comparative challenges of being black and jewish well doesn't matter. Whatever. Context doesn't matter. It's oh too God. hard Wait for people minute, to understand. How about Gene Wilder in blackface with Richard Pryor? What about that? Well, I got mm. the clip if you're ready. Oh, I love this clip so much. Oh, God. Barbara Billingsley. Can I get you something? Some more folk butter laying into the bone. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you were in that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Can't I don't understand. Cuddy say can't hang. Oh, Stewardess. I Cuddy's speak jive. Oh, good. He said that he's in great pain and he wants to know if you can help him. All right. Would you tell him to just relax and I'll be back as soon as I can with some medicine? Just hang loose, blood. She's going to catch up on me about out of medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Big mama, my mama didn't raise no dummies. I duck a rap. Cut me some slack, Jack. Chomp don't want to help. Chomp don't get the care. <laughs> God, it's phenomenal. <laughs> I know. I suppose these days that's just horrendous and horrible and it can never be allowed. No. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch that movie. Hang seen loose that blood. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I say. At the end of the show, to have a hang loose blood. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> It's actually like, you know, white people have like the live, laugh, love on their wall. Yeah. I have like the hang loose blood. Hang loose, that's, hang that's loose blood. <laughs> that's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the.